I'm sure all, it's, it's on the minds of everyone here about the ongoing situation uh, overseas in Gaza. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our brothers and sisters. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them fath. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them aman. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hold the, the zalimun accountable. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inflict such a punishment upon these people that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make them an example for other people. Ameen, Rabbil Alameen. We always come to this idea and this realization that our solutions are all found in the Qur'an. And in this difficult time, I want to share with you a few verses of the Qur'an that are you know, a means of consolation for all of us. And once again, we have to understand that Rasulullah went through very difficult circumstances in his own life. You're talking about the first 13 years of Mecca, in fact, even the earlier years of Mecca, out of the 13 years, and you're talking about constant persecution and so forth. And Rasulullah was not a leader, like today we find leaders, that they don't fight their own battles, but they send other people, that let other people go and lose their lives, but they will just sit you know, in their comfortable chairs and so forth. Rasulullah when the Muslims were facing intense persecution, he sent the Sahaba عنهم, to Abyssinia, but he decided to stay in Mecca. Because that is what a true leader does. A true leader does not put his people in front and he makes other people a shield. But he, a leader, like Rasulullah was always there on the ground, going through the persecution himself. And that is why we find different verses in the Qur'an, because there, there were different circumstances where the Sahaba would lose hope. And I know that in these particular circumstances that we are seeing today, though, alhamdulillah, there are many rallies, there are many protests, many of you even were there yesterday at the protest, and many people are trying to speak up. Yes, alhamdulillah, we do have social media, and people are trying to post things on social media to get the world waking up, because the world is asleep. The world is in the state of ghafla. They have absolutely no idea what's going on. And we're trying to use social media as a force, as a tool to make people aware that where is the loon taking place? It's not the, the Palestinians who are the Zalimun. It's the, it's the other people. It's the Israeli people who are the Zalimun here. And so that is why it is something that we're trying to do. But still, even in these kind of times, there are a lot of people who lose hope in these kind of circumstances. They feel like, where is the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Why isn't the Nusra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming? And so that is why I want to share with you a few ayah today, inshallah. And we'll go through them quickly, inshallah. The very first ayah is from Surah Ali Imran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا do not become weak and do not become regretful. Allah is saying, you have the upper hand in kuntum mu'minin. If you truly believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now we have to understand why was this verse said and when was it said. This verse was sent down by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the time of the battle of Uhud. And you have to understand that in the battle of Uhud, there was a moment where there was a rumor that was spreading around that Rasulullah he has lost his life and he has passed on. Now, I want you to put yourself in the position of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'anhum. 
you're fighting in a battle, and at that time hearing that your commander-in-chief, the one that you give your life for, you will lay your, your, you will lay your life on the, on the floor for this man. You will give everything you have for this particular man, Rasulullah wasallam, and you find out that he has passed away. Think about what that does to the confidence of the Muslims. Think about that these Muslims who already are suffering a little there, now they hear that Rasulullah has perhaps lost his life. What does that do to their morale? What does that do to their confidence? And how do they have hope any, uh, any further going forward? That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the Muslims, even if, Rasul, uh, we, of course we know, Rasulullah did not lose his life. But even in that particular situation, Allah said, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِ رَسُولٌ Even if Rasulullah were to pass away, he's just like any other prophet. Every prophet that has come, eventually they leave this world. And Rasulullah will be no different. Of course, we know that did not happen. But this is Allah telling the Muslims that do not become weak in the heart. Do not lose faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in these particular times, you have to have faith in Allah. In kuntum mu'mineen. If you have your trust in Allah, you put your faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will help you prosper. And in this particular time that we see, and what's going on with our Muslim brothers and sisters, once again, many people can feel defeated inside. That when is the hope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come? And first of all, I'll tell you on a side note, if social media is giving you anxiety because of what's going on and you cannot bear it and you cannot handle it, then there is no problem if you step away from social media because not everyone has the stomach to bear and to see these images that many people we see. I mean, what we are seeing nowadays, many people don't have the stomach to see these kind of things. If you don't have the stomach, just take a step back from it, make dua for these people. But the most important thing is, we cannot ever lose faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. See, Allah is telling us, you have the upper hand on the condition that you have faith. If you have no faith, there is no upper hand here. And I want to take you back to the story of the mother of Musa alayhi salam quickly here. The mother of Musa was at a crossroads. Think about her for a moment. What do you do? Put the child in the basket and who knows what's going to happen to the child. Keep the child, the child can lose his life. She's at a crossroads. But she did exactly what Allah told her. Why? Because Surah Al-Qasas that talks about the story says you have to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And part of our belief is that yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making us go through this trial, through this tribulation, through this challenge right now. But we put our trust in Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a plan. We put our trust in Allah that if there's anyone who will get us out of this situation, it is no one but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what faith is. This is what iman is. Sometimes you can't make sense of things, but you put your trust in Allah. I will never lose my trust in Allah. I will never lose hope in Allah. Though the world is and everyone around me is losing hope, but I won't lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like the Sahaba, they could have lost hope in that battlefield. Allah is saying, don't lose hope right now. So this is the very first ayah that we need to understand that when it comes to the times when we feel low, we remind ourselves, Sahaba went through the same thing. The Prophet went through the same thing. Allah made promises to them. And these promises are mentioned in the Quran so that we continuously recite them and provide ourselves some confidence. 
Then ayah number two, this is from Surah Yunus. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ قَوْلُهُمْ إِنَّ الْعِزَّةَ لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ This is, um, by the way, Surah Yunus was revealed in Mecca. And we all know what happened in Mecca, there was constant persecution. The people, the Quraysh, they would come and say vile things about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Allah is telling the Prophet alayhi wa وَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ قَوْلُهُمْ Do not let their words cause you grief. Now why did I choose this ayah today to share this with you? Because today you see there are so many people who are movie stars, public personnel, people who are sitting in media stations or media uh, platforms and so forth, and all of them without any hesitation are saying that they side with this with these oppressors they side with these uh, with these uh, you know these monsters i would say and he's and they side with these kind of you know people who are killing innocent children they side with them without any hesitation and subhanallah you hear these kind of things and you're thinking to yourself everyone everyone all these major and big names they all are against us they all are against us. They all are against the Muslims. They're all against the Palestinian Muslim brothers and sisters. And you wonder to yourself, and it hurts when you hear people say these kind of things. Do not let their words, the fact that they say that they support them, do not let that cause you grief. When these people, they say that these people have a right to defend themselves. Israel has a right to defend themselves and so forth. And then you find people siding with them unequivocally. It hurts. But that's why we recite the Qur'an. And the Qur'an says, وَلَا يَحْزُنْكَ قَوْلُهُمْ إِنَّ الْعِزَّةَ لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا They think that they will win. They think that they will have the izzah. The izzah only, only belongs to who? Belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is why whenever they say something and it hurts, remind ourselves. The Prophet went through something similar to this also. When they say something that hurts, always remind yourself. They think that this is the end of everything. Wallahi, only Allah knows when is the end of everything. And izzah only only belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then, ayah number three. This is from Surah Tawbah or Surah Bara'a. This is a time where... Though this, this ayah is in reference to the hijrah, this ayah was revealed close to the time of the battle of Tabuk. So this is in Surah Bara'a and Surah Tawbah. This was revealed in the latter time of the Prophet And Allah is telling the Muslims, إِلَّا If you choose not to help Rasulullah that's your choice. But remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help Rasulullah sallallahu Allah has already helped Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi Allah is reminding the Muslims, if you don't help, that's fine. But Allah did help Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa when they were in the ghar, when they were in the cave, and the, and the Quraysh came so close that Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu says, had they just looked down, meaning that they felt that they were caught. But at that time, when things seems that there is no hope at that time, they are going to get caught in the middle of all this. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what did he say? He says, لا تحزن إن الله معنا. It's not that they were further, they were far away from the cave. And Abu Bakr is getting, radiallahu anhu is getting worried and distressed. They are right there. They can probably see Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's prophet is saying, لا تحزن إن الله معنا. 
And during all these times when we see these kind of things, always remind yourselves, لا تحزن إن الله معنا. Allah is with us. They make a plan. Allah's plan is always the one that takes precedence. So that is why we always put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remind ourselves of the story that no matter what the situation is, it might seem that no, the Muslims have nowhere to go after this. The Muslims are being persecuted everywhere. I had one person who came to me yesterday that what is, for, what is the help for Muslims going forward? You look at France, what's going on? Today you see what's happening in Palestine. You see what's happening in Burma. You see what's happening in China, you see what's happening all over the world, and anything can happen at any time. And Muslims, it seems like as if the entire world is becoming tight and constricted upon the Muslims. When Rasulullah taught us about the signs of the day judgment, when he tells us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be on the side of the Muslims, that's all that I need. I need, if the Prophet has given me assurance, if the Prophet has told us, that's all that matters to me. Ayah number four, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, those people who, stay, who, who say that my Rabb is Allah, when a person says my Rabb is Allah, that means that their entire life is dedicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Simple as that. Saying it is not enough. That's why Allah says, they remain committed to this, to this cause. Allah says that the angels, the malaika will come upon these people when they're about to depart this world. And subhanAllah, when you look at all these, you know, these stories, when you look at all these innocent children, wallahi, they, you know, no sin upon them and their life was taken away. They are today, inshallah, in the gardens of paradise, inshallah. They are enjoying themselves in the gardens of paradise, alhamdulillah. But the point is here that whenever these kind of things happen and a person remains committed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them a glimpse of Jannah before even they leave this world. The, the angels will come to them and say, you have nothing to worry about going forward. So that is why we always have to remain committed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the last ayah I want to share with you today is an ayah from, from the next or like the hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, see it's natural with all of us. We may have gone through a lot of persecution. We may have gone through difficulty in our life. Even if you have prosperity, there are good times in your life. Yet many people, they cannot forget about the things that have happened in their life. Right? Yes or no? Things, the, the bad moments in life, you don't forget them. Yes, you have moved on. Yes, you are enjoying life now. But you cannot forget about what has happened in the past. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us this glad tiding. Every single challenge, every single trial, every single trouble that you and I, we go through in this dunya, when the time comes that when we go to Jannah, these things will be removed from our memory. We will not remember these kind of things. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَالُوا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي أَذْهَبَ عَنَّ الْحَزَنِ إِنَّ رَبَّنَا لَغَفُورٌ شَكُورٌ These people when they go to Jannah, they could be in Jannah. But if they don't forget what has happened, it does cause some kind of pain. And there is no pain in Jannah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that when these people go to Jannah, these memories will be pulled away from them. But 
yet because of these challenges they will go into Jannah because of these challenges and they endure these challenges but when they get to Jannah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove all these challenges. Yes, you and I, we go through a lot. Our, we do not even go, wallahi, we do not even know what it means to go through what our Palestinian brothers and sisters are going through right now. We cannot even fathom what they're going through right now. I mean, sitting down, I was watching a video. A man is saying, imagine sitting down with your family and you're eating dinner with your family and you have to pick up and leave right away. Why? Because there is a, an airstrike coming straight for your building. We don't have to face these kind of things, subhanAllah. We have no idea what our brothers and sisters are going through. But we know, alhamdulillah, we know deep down in our heart that when our brothers and sisters and all of us, inshallah, when we go to Jannah, all these memories will be, will be wiped away so that there is no bad memory. There is no, there is no, there's no you know, memories of the past, bad memories of the past that can cause us any type of pain. Alhamdulillahilladhi adhaba anna al-hazan. So these are just few stories or few ayat of the Qur'an. But wallahi, brothers and sisters, you go through the entire Qur'an and there are so many stories, so many stories that teaches us that what we are seeing today, wallahi, there are stories in the Qur'an that tells us exactly this has happened in the past. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just like He helped them, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help us. Yes, there are a lot of things we cannot do. Our hands are tied. They're, they're so limited that we can do. But the limited that we can do, that's all that we can do. Let's do that, inshallah. I had a brother who came to me, he says, let's go to this politician, let's go to that politician. I'll tell you honestly, my gut feeling, my, in my heart, all the politicians, they're, they're of no good. Wallahi, they're of, they're of no good, okay? If there's anything that we can do right now, and even as mentioned earlier, just today, again, I got to confirm, there is no aid going into Palestine right now. There is no aid going into Palestine. Perhaps two, three weeks later, something may change. But right now, our brothers and sisters, they have, you know, the water supply has been cut off, electricity supply has been cut off and so forth. But we always say, no matter what, even though we seem like there is no hope, just like the Sahaba in the Battle of Uhud, it seems like there's no hope, we put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has the ultimate plan. Allah knows what He's doing. We cannot, ever try, we cannot ever question the plan of Allah. We cannot say, why is Allah doing this? Allah needs to explain to us why He's doing all this. No, Allah does not, Allah does not, He's not in need to give anyone an explanation of what He does. He is Rabbul Alameen. He does as He wish. Inna rabbaka fa'alun lima yurid. But we put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah has a master plan and all this is part of Allah's plan. And we put our trust in Allah and He saves us and He protects us and He protects our Muslim brothers and sisters all over the world. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. إِنَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ وَالْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ وَالْقَانِتِينَ وَالْقَانِتَاتِ وَالصَّادِقِينَ وَالصَّادِقَاتِ وَالصَّابِرِينَ وَالصَّابِرَاتِ وَالْخَاشِعِينَ وَالْخَاشِعَاتِ والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقات والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما